Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We are your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi. Reunited and it feels so good. You're back with us. I'm back. I've been gone for two weeks, but I haven't seen that you guys in... I don't know. Three a months? Month? A month? You always say you can't leave us alone. I know. I <laughs> we, can't. We proved you right. <laughs> and what happened while I was on a two-week vacation? Anything oh, important gosh. happened that I missed? Slightly. No. Anything happened on a Thursday? I was there. Boydson? I might have gotten married. Got married without me. Although um, I was there via FaceTime from the beach. <laughs> I was were. sitting at the beach there. watching them get married. And like one of my Not sus- me and Sarah, although. That's <laughs> yeah, not. That no. is a, a common uh, yes, My question. sister was asking me to do something. And I was like, my friend is getting married. I'm watching the ceremony. Can I'm you busy. wait? <laughs> I'm witnessing. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, Mike and I got married on my grandma's birthday. It was happened to be a Thursday this year. And... It's just very small. We didn't have a wedding. We went to a small place that helped us very intimately sign the marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. Sarah was a witness. I was. Mike's best friend was a witness. And Lindsay can never be left out of our <laughs> our escapades. And so Lindsay was FaceTimed. And, and I watched the whole thing. It was wonderful. It was. It was perfect. Thank you both for being a part of my special day. You're welcome. You looked beautiful. You Thank did. You. Thank you. How was Florida? It was good. It was really good. We took um, the first week we were on vacation with my husband's family and the second week with my family. So we've just been around 15 to 16 people every day for the past two weeks. Sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) So literally by the end, my kid, who's the introvert, um, was laying on the beach and I came down. We had been packing up the house and he's just laying on the sand, like stretched out on his stomach, doing nothing. And my sister's like, I've been trying to get him to go in the water. He doesn't want to do anything. He's just whining. And he looks at me and goes, I'm ready to go back to Kansas. <laughs> I was like, I know, bud. I feel that in so many ways. <laughs> he was just done with the vacation. Yeah. He's yeah, like, get me off this beach. Sometimes you just need a break from people, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what are we going to talk about tonight? We are going to talk about our recent haunted investigation at the Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois. That was quite the drive for us. It was five we yeah, spent more time driving than we did at the investigation. <laughs> we did, yes. It was a pretty short investigation, at least for us. We're used to like full night, overnight investigations. This yeah. was like uh, eight to one or eight to two, something like that. Something, yeah. Eight to one. And it was a last minute yeah. investigation, which is why we booked it. So last minute because another investigation canceled. and Yeah. But worked out because we've been wanting to go there. So mm-hmm. they just happened to have some openings. And turns out Alton is just like right across the border from Missouri. From St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this was our first time in Illinois. It is. We branched to a new yeah. state. Yep. Okay. So, Mineral Springs Hotel. So, it was built in 1914 by the Luer brothers. Originally, they wanted this place to be an ice warehouse for a meatpacking industry, but when they started digging, they found mineral water and were told that they should build a spa and hotel on top of the spring instead. <gasps> sounds What's familiar. Sound like? <laughs> so, that's what they did. This sounds like the Elms. The it Elms. Does. Okay. In case you missed it from the Elms, this was a pretty popular fad back then of healing mineral spring water and that it was a cure for all diseases. Obviously, now we know that there's really no healing properties to it. But back then, they thought that it could cure things. So they would build these huge spas and hotels on top of the springs and have baths that they could bathe in rotten egg water. Fart water, if you will. (laughs) Smells like sulfur. (laughs) 
and it's not the demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very stinky. It's very stinky. So they bottled the mineral water here as well, and they shipped it to 12 different states. So people would drink it too, right? I think so, yeah. Hopefully not from the same place. Oh. Ew. Yeah, Can you gross. imagine? No. Some like big hairy guy in there, and you just like take a yeah. cup and start drinking. You know what that sounds like? Jungle juice. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Healing jungle juice. That's where we're at. <laughs> the Mineral Springs Hotel is pretty massive. It is actually five levels below the street, so there's a lot of sub-basements. It has 100 rooms, bathing pools, and spa rooms as well. So looking at it, it doesn't look that big, but it goes, she go deep. Is it deep? <laughs> Like I said, this was built in 1914. It did well at first, but then World War II hit, and people stopped staying in luxury hotels, you know, because times were hard, and Mm -hmm. they were either fighting or they were having to work many jobs to support themselves and their families. So So they drained the pool of the water during this time, and it's actually remained empty ever since then. Not the fart pool. The fart pool was no more. Dang it. By the 1950s, the building was in pretty poor shape and had become, quote, A seedy location. Oh, that's the word I would have (laughs) used. AKA, you could rent rooms for a short amount of time. Oh, okay, I get it. (laughs) By the 1960s, the building was deteriorating uh, to the point that they talked about tearing it down, and it was even empty for a while. And this is when transients would come in. There would be a lot of drug use, drinking, fights, more seedy things. Debauchery. Debauchery. Okay. I'm going to use that word more often in a day-to-day conversation. <laughs> that word needs to come back. <laughs> Let's bring it back. I seedy? Just, seedy. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. When the tour guide said it was a seedy location, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Debauchery. Ooh, I really get it now. I get it. He painted a picture. <laughs> by 1978, the building was bought by Robert Schubert, who reopened it as the Mineral Springs Antique Mall and put in a lot of little shops in there that are actually still there to this day. Adorable little shops. I want to go yes. back to some of them. Yes, they were both, like, they were all closed by the time we got there. I know. Um, the, one of them was It's Raining Zen. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Mississippi Hippie. Yes. And I wish that I could have gotten a t-shirt from them. <laughs> I even tried to go online, but they, they don't have a, well, they have an online shop, but it sells, like, jewel or crystals and such, not mm-hmm. shirts. So it's not really like a functioning hotel anymore. People do live there. They can rent rooms and stuff like that. But I got the feeling that it was more like long-term residence. Yeah. And then, like I said, they have shops. One of the places, like I said, Mississippi Hippie used to be a bar. So this former bar space is said to be haunted by a former artist. And so there's a lot of like lore to the Mineral Springs Hotel, stories that kind of took shape over time that aren't really true or they don't have anything documented so this is one of those stories where an artist was supposedly painting a mural died in the middle of it but the mural finished itself Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so this isn't true <laughs> you don't know that Lindsay. <laughs> the real reason why it's haunted is actually a lot more tragic lewis harbor was a real estate agent who stayed at the hotel many times when he came through town and he came in once they asked him if he was going to book a room and he said he didn't know He went to the bar, sat down, pulled out two pieces of paper, and then killed himself by shooting himself in the chest right then and there. Oh, God. Um, One of the pieces of paper he pulled out was a suicide note, and the other one was a list of people to notify of his death. That is very sad. And this is a documented death that did occur here. He, The ghost that they see in the bar is described as wearing a suit and very nicely dressed. 
They said he had a lot of stuff going on, financial concerns, marriage problems, lots of things. And so very sad. Yeah. Okay. So next we're going to go to the staircase. And this is another kind of ghost lore story. Um, A couple was staying at the hotel in one of the rooms. The husband was a salesman. He was gone, came back and found his wife with a friend. Oh, like Spoiler us alert. friends or no, like boyfriend. <laughs> oh, us <Asked a> boyfriend. <laughs> I'll let you uh, fill in the gaps. Uh, okay. They started arguing and came out to the top of the stairs, and these are marble staircases. One version says that she was pushed down the staircase, but another version says that she fell or slipped. Either way, supposedly she fell and broke her neck. In one version, the husband went back to the room and took his own life. And in another version, he stepped over her body, went to the front desk and said, my wife had an accident. But there's nothing documented to verify this. There is a documented, uh, not death, but a woman did fall down the stairs because, again, they are marble. And she broke her hip. She did recover. And so they're thinking maybe this kind of snowballed into this story. The spirit here, though, is very prominent, and she's called the Jasmine Lady because the staircase smells strongly of jasmine, and they have caught an EVP on the staircase that says, it was a misunderstanding. That's a long EVP. It is a long EVP. Wow. The women's bathroom. People report hearing (laughs) banging on the walls when they are in the stalls. Someone in our group says that she experienced this already. Literally, we're on the tour. And someone says, oh, yeah, I heard that. Someone was banging on the walls. We were like, what? But it reminded me. What happened when you went to the bathroom, Sarah? When I went to the bathroom and you guys were in there and I scared you. Do you remember that? Yes. I don't. No, you don't? Okay. (laughs) Of course not. Voids and I went to the bathroom to pee later on in the night. And all of a sudden, we hear the banging on the wall. Yes, this is coming back. Boydston runs out, gets. You should have seen her face. She was so excited to catch you guys. No, I didn't really. (laughs) It was my moment. I know. She was so bad that you were so excited, and I ruined it. She looked at me first and said, Did you do that? And I was like, No. And she got so happy and (laughs) ran out that door. And then it's just you standing there laughing. I've never been happy since. (laughs) Forget about her wedding. You ruined it. You ruined uh, life. <laughs> well, that sounds about right. Sorry about that. I couldn't skip that opportunity. Was- you know that we are not those people. You know, normally I'm not. I don't know what came over me. Spirit. Spirit. I was possessed. There was a lady in our group, though, who did say that she experienced that that night. So, well, TBD. Nice. I did, too. It was a demon. <laughs> <laughs> are you calling me a demon? <laughs> yes, she is. All right. So, now we're going to go downstairs. There's a massive banquet hall there. They say that there is lots of energy here. They had lots of parties down here. So, of course, you know, the theory with ghosts and spirits, if there's a lot of energy, then there's spirits there. <laughs> I thought we were going to say, you know, the theory with ghosts. They just have parties in the afterlife. <laughs> I was trying, to figure, out, trying like, to figure out where you're going with that. Did you get where I went with it now? I did. Yes. You explained it, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, lots of energy. <laughs> there's energy because of the parties. I'm with you now. There used to be a kitchen down there as well. People report hearing banging of pots and pans. Um, and here someone farted in the middle of the tour. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about that. I caught it on my recorders. I listened. <laughs> and he started laughing. I think. Cause I said, did he just fart? Yes. Because he cropped us to us. Yes. It was like loud and he was laughing and then he walked away and we were like, oh, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
Off of the banquet hall, there is a hallway that leads to bathrooms, and that hallway is supposedly very haunted. They have caught an EVP with a child and a mother talking to each other. Okay. We're going to go down again, and this is a (laughs) men's only pool Uh where swimsuits were optional, hence the men's only part. Oh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So down here, obviously, the pools are drained, like we said, so it's just a lot of trash and dirt and People report seeing orbs, but I will say there's a lot of dust down there as well. Next, we are going to the bottling plant, a.k.a. the slaughterhouse. And this is not called that because they actually slaughtered animals. (laughs) That was a rumor because they had the meatpacking industry, but no. Slaughtered and bottled. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) The bottle house. That doesn't sound as cool. So this place, it's pitch black down here there's no outside light no light sources there are reports of a man in a top hat that walks around they get a lot of results with laser grids because it's so dark there's a lot of things kind of playing into the spirits there's limestone down here there's water that's being conducted as an energy source the rivers all kind of converge lots of things that could lead to activity zach went here Mm -hmm. and zach had quite the thing to say about this place especially this location Yes. So kind of where the bottling plant used to be, or where the spring used to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a giant hole, hole <laughs> yeah, filled hole in the ground. with like dirt. Zach, you, Zach used to say, Zach did say, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that it was demons and a well, portal to hell. It's always demons. A demon hole? Yes, it was a demon hole. They just fly out of there all willy-nilly. And our tour guide let us know that there is no portal to hell there. Well, how does he know? (laughs) He did say that he did not get any negative energy anywhere in this building. So that was just making that known. Okay. Okay. So while the tour guide is talking about Zach and his demons, we got a recorder going, obviously, so I can listen to this later to give you guys the history. But the Sarah's decided to take my recorder periodically throughout this, and I didn't know until later. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sarah (laughs) says... Let the record show that I heard a moan while the guy was talking and Boydston said she got touched. Oh, And okay. I said, what did you just say? And Sarah goes, nothing bad. <laughs> and you still didn't tell me. It's true, though. It's nothing bad. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't want to, like, interrupt. So you got touched while we were down there on the tour. Do you remember this? No. Okay. You said you got touched. And you heard that's, a moan. That's why I said, look, let the record show. Yes, I appreciate that. We need that record because I won't remember. <laughs> We are going to go all the way upstairs now. So we go up. Man, we are all over the place. Yeah, we went up like four flights of stairs. Yes. And we're going to go where it is super, 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 super hot. So these are rooms that. It was in the 80s. You had the mute thermometer and you were telling us. (laughs) Of course I was. So these are rooms (laughs) and there's no AC going up here. And we're here in June. So like I said, it's very hot. There's several rooms here that are haunted. We're going to kind of focus on a couple. And this would have been like where the seedy rooms were to rent. This is the seedy rooms. Debauchery was amok. Which there is nothing in these rooms. Like there's no furniture, anything set up. So it doesn't look like a hotel room. There's hardly any walls. I know. There's (laughs) There's like no walls. walls, There's no floors. They've kind of really torn it down, but it's still sectioned out. The first room, um, a former gangster is said to haunt it. They don't have a name, but they said there is documented history of plenty of gangsters who would come in the area who would frequent the hotel. Um, people report smelling cigar smoke and alcohol. They also report hearing disembodied voices, females from other rooms or in the hallway outside of the rooms. 
The host um, who was giving us the tour guide said he has even seen a shadow figure in one of the most haunted rooms. One room has a little girl who likes to haunt it. She giggles, she sings nursery rhymes, and there are some toys kind of set up around the room, and she likes to hold your hand. Is that the room where the blocks are, too, that spell out words? Yes. Mm -hmm. So Pearl's room is a very popular room. Um, There are actually flowers set up in the room as a tribute to her. So this is a documented true story. She had an abusive husband, and she would stay in the hotel basically to get away from him. Uh, She came one night, and she overdosed on pills as a suicide. People below the floor report that they still hear her pacing around her room in circles. Uh, Dimes appear out of nowhere. And her family member, um, to give credit to the story, said that she loved jasmine perfume and smelled very strongly of jasmine perfume in her life. So maybe she is the staircase lady, they think. I think that would make the most sense. Yes. And then there is a room at the end of the hall where there is, I lied earlier when I said there was no dark spirits. The only dark spirit is here. (laughs) There is a theory of a satanic experiment that was done in this room, and it was not done, quote, correctly. Uh Uh-oh. I think the darker room at the end of the hall is Will's room, and I think that only because that's where my recorder was, and we said, this is Will's room. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just decided to name him Will. Context clues. Could be. Could be. We are going to go all the way back downstairs now. To cool off. <laughs> yes. And this is where the main swimming pool is. So this is where they had very extravagant parties. You wouldn't wear your swimsuit here. You'd wear a tuxedo and a ball gown. Oh, not where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't the men's pool, okay? Yeah, your, your um, what's it called? Birthday suit. Nope. No, we're in nice suit. the suits. best kind of suit. <laughs> it's not a swimming party. They even had orchestras down there. Like, it was At very- the swimming pool? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know why they do it here, not in the ballroom, but whatever. That is ridiculous. The ballroom's for balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are they wearing ball gowns? They're wearing evening gowns. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so there is a documented death down here, but there's also a ghost lore story. So we're going to talk about the the myth first. There is a myth that a husband was making eyes at another woman at a party. <laughs> And the wife got mad and smacked him over the head. And he fell in the pool, hit his head, and died. Uh, There's no records of this. (laughs) I'm like, everybody just watched him die? Yeah, apparently. They were dressed really nice. You can't can't get get in there. there. (laughs) I'm in my best birthday suit. (laughs) Can't get wet. (laughs) There is a documented death, though. And again, this might be how the story got twisted. Uh, This happened in 1918. And his name was Clarence Blair. He dove into the shallow end of the pool and knocked himself unconscious. He ended up drowning, and nobody came to the pool until later and literally found him because they bumped into him in the water. That is so sad. Well, and they said the waters were murky because it's mineral water. It's not like clear chlorine water. So, like, people couldn't see that there was someone drowning. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's filled with fluids. And so they literally like bumped into him. They're like, something just touched my leg and like grabbed it. And it was a dead body. There is rumors that a child spirit supposedly haunts this pool. They think maybe she died elsewhere, but she comes back here because she has happy memories here. Okay. Um, There is said to be a three foot tall white misty shape seen around here, which is why they think it's childlike. They also report seeing a wet man looking around. So maybe Aww. that's Clarence. And there is an they have seen an apparition of a man in a suit standing and watching during the tour from a column kind of above the pool. 
creepy. Um, and then in the back behind this pool, there is, I mean, it's it's called William's area, but again, it's just filled with dirt and trash, basically. Storage. Yeah. All right. So William haunts the area behind the pool. He does not like women. He likes to pull their hair. He throws things at them. But that is kind of the makeup of the Mineral Springs Hotel. Yes. And we went there. We did. <laughs> so the first place we went was the men's pool. And I braved it and I went down the little ramp and went into the actual pool. The ramp was literally a piece of wood. <laughs> it was a plank. It was a plank. She <laughs> walked the plank. She walked the plank. I did. And I put my recorder way at the far end of the pool hoping I could catch something and I caught nothing. <laughs> nothing. At about three minutes in, I hear a quiet whisper. No clue what it says. I got the name Julia on the spear box. The flashlight turned on a couple times. We were using a K2 cat to weigh spirit box and flashlights in this area. And I'd say we got some responses on, on most of those. I was surprised. I don't know about you guys to hear how loud the cars were outside. Like, they were so loud. At night. And I don't remember them being that loud while we were sitting there. But the recorder made them so loud, which made it extremely difficult to pick up on anything. That's all I heard in that recording was cars. Lots of cars. And then us shuffling and moving around the whole time and apologizing the whole time. All <laughs> Sorry, of us. That's me. Sorry, Sorry, I'm that's moving. Me. Uh, I'm going to move. Sorry. We're like, <laughs> we're good at calling out, but maybe a little too good. Um, I got the word angry on the spirit box while okay. Lindsay was singing. Aww. Oh, no, here's how this went. <laughs> uh, the spirit box said bird. And Sarah and I reference the exploded pigeon, a floor just above us. <laughs> yes. I forgot about the bird. And Lindsay starts singing bird, bird, bird. Bird's, Bird's the, the word. word. Uh-huh. <laughs> a bird, bird, bird. Yeah, just like that. Yes. And so then I say to the air, if you want to hear more singing, just let us know. And that's when the spirit box said angry. Gosh, spirits either love or hate my singing. <laughs> there is no in between. And then did you write down the part where we're giving ideas, including you can pull Lindsay's hair and the spirit box said, hate. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) I didn't remember any of that. Yeah. And then I do say, you can be my spirit boyfriend. Yes. I do remember that. (laughs) Because then I started singing Avril. Yes. Uh, But I didn't want to be my boyfriend. I wanted to be Lindsay's because it said, the spirit box said, would. Oh, yes. (laughs) They were just playing hard to get. <laughs> and then other people came down from another group that were using a spirit box with a robotic type voice. So that it was kind of over once they got there. Did you get anything else in there? Nope. Okay. Where do we go next? Um, we're going to go to, we call it, it's called the slaughter area. It's really called the bottling area. Lindsay talked about it. First thing I write down, cars again. I know. And there we were, were like, cars. we were real deep in there. And we could still hear the cars. We were real deep. And I will say that it's a very large space. We actually, all three of us kind of spread out. Our recorders are spread out. And unfortunately, we are so excited to be there that we just keep walking around and looking at places. And uh, so there's lots of walking noise. But yeah. we did have flashlight, flashlight activity. The REM pod went off as REM. And then it also the temperature alarm went off a few times. Yeah. Um, I have, it's underneath background walking, so I don't know that I'll be able to isolate it, but I do have a male EVP that says it's normal, maybe. At this time, Sarah starts doing the phasma box and then I go a little farther in, into the room and do our ghost talker app just to see if we would get anything kind of at the same time. 
The main highlights that I have is that the app said leave and then the REM pod went off. And then as soon as the REM pod went off, the app said alarm because it does sound like an alarm. Some things notable on the Phasma box, you might have more than I did. It says it helped me. It was in the water. And then the app to piggyback off of the Phasma box said health, cancer, and science. So Mm -hmm. I feel like those are each separately relevant to the area, especially if it was bottling this miracle water. Yeah. Um, So I was pretty interested with that. Okay. I got, um, so like Boyson said, Sarah was listening to the Phasma box at this point. She's sitting in a chair and she reports that she hears a moan before she puts on the headphones, which I didn't catch. Then while she starts doing the Phasma box with the headphones on, she tells us that she's feeling spider webs on her neck. Uh, The flashlights are going off. We're getting responses there. Um, then she says that she's feeling the spider webs on her head, so it was moving up. And you even said, they're driving me nuts. <laughs> then Fasmobox responses that she called out. She said, demon, get out. I asked for the spirits to touch a cat ball and make it move, and she said, don't ask stupid questions. <laughs> I was offended by. Oh, boy. Um, she asked, is Scott here? When there was a new group coming down and we, me and Boydson said, oh, that's people coming down. And Sarah, not hearing us because she's got Phasma's box, says, is Scott there? And Scott is the leader or one of the leaders who was right kind of guiding the investigation. Which I did not remember. Yes. And so we said, you know, oh, I don't know if Scott's here, blah, blah, blah. But there are more people coming down. We're going to go soon. And you said, don't leave. Aw. My recorder was actually out in the hallway a little closer to the stairwell. So it was pretty far away from where we were all sitting. I could not hear our responses really on the Phasma box at all or on your spirit box. Um, I could hear the REM pod go off a few times and there are a few taps in the hallway. And Lindsay asked at some point, what's your name? And I can hear something on the recorder. I have no idea what it's saying. Um, I do hear a loud bang, which sounds pretty close to the recorder. And Boydson says she hears something in the hallway. Lindsay gets up to go check it out, but nobody's there. And it sounds like there's movement going on in the hallway. And this is about 16 minutes in or so. So we were pretty good and settled by that point. There was a loud noise. Boydson asked if somebody threw a rock. Yeah, I heard it on my recorder too. I say it sounds like a rock, like like a little tiny pebble being thrown, just like a tiny click. Funny, because it sounded much louder in my recorder, so it must have been closer to that one. Um, And then shortly after that, I hear movement noises, and the rim pod goes off again. And then lots of people start coming in and walking around, and we finish shortly after that. After we left, we went to the ballroom, where the balls are. Well. The room of balls. Me and Sarah did. Boydston, you went to the kitchen. The hallway to the kitchen. The hallway to the kitchen. Or whatever that area is. It's a hallway just off of the ballroom. It has a fountain right next to it. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah, a loud um, fountain. So, yeah, at this time, basically, I was feeling angry, ragey. I, <laughs> she was. I don't I don't know. And the only thing I can say, you know, I tried, I talked about this. I had a little monologue in my recorder. That's why I wanted to be sure that I was the one to listen to this, is I couldn't figure out why I was feeling this way. Like I was cognizant, like I'm angry and ragey. It wasn't like I felt like my feelings were valid. It was like, I feel this, but I know I shouldn't be feeling this. 
Um, I didn't know if it was because people interrupted our prior area down in the slaughter bottling area, but that's really normal for us for, um, you know, public investigations. investigations. Yeah. Yeah, It happens all the time. Yeah. So it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. It, It happens. It's free roam for everybody. The thing that's most interesting to me is that I sound fine in my recording from the bottling area and I sound fine in my recording just after the ballroom. But in the ballroom, I am just a very unhappy person. So I really don't know. I also say as far as what I hear on the recorder, I say, surprise, it's cars again because we hear cars. (laughs) We do, which I will say the ballroom has massive windows looking out over the roads. Yeah. I did. I was so I was just sitting by myself by this grandfather clock in a hallway with a fountain that was very loud. And the I had a the little spirit box going. It said leave, don't touch. I say that I hear a scream, but I don't hear it on the recorder. Hmm. And then just a I don't know halfway into the recording, I hear a growl or maybe like a deep male voice. But the fountain, like I said, is so loud. I'm not going to be able to isolate it. Yeah. But it's just interesting for sure. We got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My recorder was in the hallway where the bathrooms are. Uh-huh. And so I sat in there, and then I think we went out to the actual ballroom area for a little while. So, like, I left it in that hallway area. And Lindsay and I were out in the ballroom, and then two dudes enter the chat. Mm-hmm. And that's literally all my recorder is, is the two dudes in the chat. And... My gosh, I know that this is a public investigation. I really do. I try to be understanding. We all need to share the space. But when I tell you that this location is huge, there is enough space for everybody to spread out with their group to have one location at a time. And probably never see each other once. There's no reason to be doing that. But whatever. Even if you are, it's it's polite to be respectful to the other groups. We have, you know, had our moments here and there, so I get that. But they were carrying around this really loud, Mm -hmm. obnoxious spirit box that made the sweeping noises constantly. And it was just out there for everyone to see. And everything that they heard, they'd repeat back out loud. So I have that on the recording the whole time. And it was was killing me. Yeah. It was driving me absolutely nuts. So then we went back into the hallway with the recorder. We used the spirit box app. And I got the words, devil brother in question. And I never believe it when it says devil, but it is interesting when it brings it up. Lindsay kicked the cat ball because she's really good at that. I don't listen. (laughs) I am clumsy when there is a well-lit room. You put me in the dark and I'm going to run into things. (laughs) I don't know where the cat balls are. It's just funny because the cat ball is so small. I know. And you are just like really good at finding it. My feet just know where it is. Um, at some point I thought I heard somebody talking in front of me, which would have been in the bathroom. There's a bench outside of it. So that's where I was sitting. And I thought I heard somebody talking, but I couldn't hear anything because of the sweeping noises in the background. And then I thought maybe I heard a growl or movement, but again, I couldn't hear anything on the recorder. And then at that time, the spirit box said, weird. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear anything. Weird. (laughs) Okay. So then we... Make the venture up many flights of stairs. Well, before we did that... Oh, that's right. You guys went to the car, and I said, I'm going to hang out on the staircase by myself. Okay. So I... Very brave of you. Have, like, it's a (laughs) seven-minute recording. It was very brave. This is the jasmine, you know, perfume scent. 
I did not smell jasmine. The only thing I got while I was uh, recording was that a guy came to use the bathroom, which is right by there. I heard him flush, and then he walked out <laughs> as soon as he flushed. Oh. oh. And in my recording, I go, he did not, he <laughs> did not wash his hands. <laughs> Has COVID taught him nothing? <laughs> you know what's funny is I specifically remember you saying that when we came back in. Yes. Like that was the only I thing you said it. about the investigation. <laughs> he did not wash his hands. <laughs> we made eye contact, and it was very oh, awkward. Well, maybe use hand sanitizer. Like, I hope. Sir, I know what you just did not do. But yeah, I got nothing on the stairwell. Okay. So we make the trek, the trek upstairs. To the hot, hot saunas. To the sauna. And we each had our recorder in different rooms. We did. Do you just want to go room by room? Do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. So I was in what we're going to call Will's room. So it's around the corner at the end of the hall. And the first thing I write down is, knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I say, cars. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> there's... Cars. Thousands of them. Constantly. This is a small town. I don't get it. It's like the most popular street. Go to bed. Right? Like cross the border into St. Louis and party there. I don't know. So I start out with the Phasma box in this room. And just some of the things that I say are fuck him. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He didn't support me. Somebody, one of you two said, who's in there? Can you tell me your name? And then my Phasma says, no, you'll laugh. I say, Will, don't copy me. And then a different voice says, copy. <laughs> and then oh. Sarah and Lindsay are talking about how hot it is. And, it hot. <laughs> and swamp ass and swass. Listen, that's a theme throughout the rest of the recording. <laughs> it is. And I say from the Phasma, stop complaining. Oh. Lindsay talks back and the Phasma says, you're a problem. <gasps> how dare they? <laughs> they were not liking you. This they did not like me here. It. Um, and other things, the cat ball went off. There was a K2 that did light up at one point, uh, a couple of flashlight responses. And then Sarah gets the meat thermometer out and says, <laughs> it's two and a half degrees cooler by the flashlight. <laughs> that meat thermometer, I swear. <laughs> and then, so we leave. I love that tool. <laughs> we leave at about 20 minutes into the recording. And just outside, I hear loud, drunken yelling. Uh, I think there might have been a bar, also cars. I don't know if I'd mentioned cars yet, but there's so (laughs) many cars. You don't say. There is an occasional footstep, but I'm pretty sure it's another investigator. There's this guy. I think it was one guy. I don't know. Walking around with the ovulus. And he sounds like (laughs) you can hear him walk into the room. He bangs into this chair and walks out after He's my spirit animal <laughs> and but it happens five times like you can hear him walk away and then you hear him come back and he bangs into the same <laughs> chair and then he leaves and he comes back and it's the same freaking chair i'm like it's totally me maybe it was spirit the chair has not moved sir the i don't know what you're very clumsy i will say when we first went upstairs we were the only ones up there but people did come up they did, yeah. while we were mm-hmm. up there oh yeah i it was not spirits it was this guy yeah <laughs> Um, so you said at about 20 minutes we left. Mm-hmm. So we must have come to my next because um, we I start us talking at like 22 minutes in. So I put mine in the gangster room, which is all the way at the other end of the really hall, as Boyd sends. I hear a knock and we called it out and said that we heard the knock, but mm-hmm. it's hard to hear over cars. We hear a whistle or a scream And we kept thinking, maybe that's somebody else's equipment, because by this time, people are upstairs. And another group said they heard the same whistle, and they think it's either from outside or something. And I think we, talking about it, agree that it's a scream from the bar. 
After listening back to mine, it is definitely okay. people outside. Um, debunked. Debunked. So, um, Boyson asked them in the gangster room what their street name was. Mm-hmm. It's a valid question. <laughs> and then we decided that my name is going to be Loitering Lindsay. <laughs> I remember. And that Loitering <laughs> Lindsay is not that hardcore. <laughs> um, but neither are you. So, this is perfect. Neither am I. <laughs> Um, at one point, Sarah then goes, <laughs> the question here, oh who gosh. is going to have the biggest wet spot when we stand up? <laughs> I have pictures from all of our ass. Let the sweat. record show, Sarah won the competition. Con- congratulations, so I think. <laughs> Literally, it's just us. I have the biggest ass and the sweatiest ass, apparently. <laughs> Other than the knock, it is just us talking about our street names, loitering Lindsay, and the biggest wet spot. <sighs> So I left my recorder in Pearl's room. <laughs> I'm laughing now that I, I've heard your story about the man bumping into 10 chairs or one chair 10 times. Yes. Because <laughs> I wrote, is there a bird in the room? There's, <laughs> there's something moving, but we're in the other room. And I said, there's a door shutting, somebody walking, but nobody's saying anything. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. I'm hearing lots of footsteps and movement, but are we alone? No, he, like this person did not announce themselves oh. when they came up. So I did not know that they were up there. And I also wrote that sounds like a rock being thrown, but it could have been the man bumping into said chair. Sure. Yep. So lots of loud dropping, loud bangs. Lindsay goes to check it out. She didn't see anybody up there. So I don't know if he left. Maybe that's what I was hearing was the door shutting. That's true. And then just a few minutes later, a different group comes in. <laughs> Bless their hearts. We just surprised surprised them with my recorder in the room. They had no idea. So they were just going about their business. They were chewing on some snacks. Uh, and, snacks. Oh, my gosh. They must have had um, the crunchiest the chips. The crunchiest chips and bags of chips. Because it was like all the whole time next oh to their gosh, recorder. no. And it took several minutes for them to realize that the recorder's there. And this girl was going... Oh, God. I, she goes, I hope that's not a recorder. <laughs> She's like, was. I'm going to feel so bad. And um, <laughs> at about 27 minutes in, I can hear a whisper, which I think says Sarah. Okay. All right. Last but not least, we are going to go down to the big pool, the lavish parties. Let's do it. All right, and we went there because it is the coolest place because it's the most underground. But also, I thought it was the coolest. It was. Because it was the coolest temperature and the coolest cool. Yeah, cool, cool. So we went down into the pool. We sure did. And there was one group. It was the dudes with the spear box. The dudes with the spear box, but they were not in the pool. They were above the pool. They were. At one point, our guide was actually down there with us, too. Yeah. Because he said that the spirits kept following us, so he was following us. Oh, I didn't remember that. So I think we agree um, that this is probably where we got the most evidence. Yes. And we all caught on our different recorders the same laugh. Mm -hmm. We did. And about seven minutes in, I can hear a laugh with my own spirit ears. And I call it out. Did you guys laugh up there? <laughs> she was calling out everything. <laughs> because, okay, let me wind it back here. The two dudes with the spear box, like I mentioned earlier, if they heard a word come through, they would also holler it out. And so like, and then they would whisper. So it was kind of hard to tell what was going on. So that's why I was like, did you do that? Did you do that? Were you moving? Right. And this time I said, did you laugh? <laughs> and they were like, no. 
But you can hear it on all three recordings. Mm-hmm. And it is while one of us or two of us are talking. Yeah. So, and it's not our laugh. <laughs> I also caught footsteps that we called out, but I don't, I don't know if they were moving around or what. Um, William came in on the ovulus, which William's room is right behind the pool. Boydston, you were kind of sitting in the corner. Me and Sarah are sitting kind of by this little table in the pool and are setting up the night vision to kind of get some recordings on. And Sarah sitting next to me just goes, by the way, I just got touched on my back. I wrote that. I was like, what? (laughs) I did. Literally sitting right here. Yes. And I'm like, go touch Lindsay. Nope. We did hear um, some big banging. Um, I think I might have caught a little girl EVP shortly after Boyd Sim was asking the spirits how old they are. Um, we all caught a hum or a hmm mm-hmm. kind of thing um, that Sarah said sounded like a little girl. I caught a breath on my recording, and then I asked the spirits to make a noise, and there was a bang. I hear a no or a who. It's either one of those things, maybe something different, but I hear something <laughs> similar to that after Lindsay offers that they can touch one of us for our energy. If you want to touch one of us, you can. You need some of our energy. And then the same noise happens again after we ask, how old are you? And this time Sarah hears it. There was a singing or moan that the guys heard by the door, um, but it's hard to hear from the the static from their instrument. Mm -hmm. They, I think they were going back between like an ovulus and a spirit box. So Mm -hmm. couldn't hear. Um, Like Lindsay said, various knocks. And we kept asking, like, was that you? Are you guys moving? And you can kind of hear the annoyance (laughs) in our voices. Like, was that you? I definitely could. But here's the thing. It's because we were having to call out their stuff. And I wish that they would have just called it out. Right. Then I wouldn't have to. But but they kept saying like, no, that's not us. There was one time where the guide was down there and he's like, well, I think that that might be somebody actually walking around upstairs. But then other times he was like, no, that wasn't any of us. Yeah. Um. So that's. We were down there for a while. We were. And the beauty of it is is there were no car noises. I know. It was so quiet. It was so nice. And then what happened? Where did you send me? You volunteered. No. I have it on recording. A voice is saying, Lindsay, why don't you go over to William's spot? (laughs) (laughs) I banished her to her own dungeon. So I went. Be gone. This is where he doesn't like women. Um, And I will say I can hear you guys. Like, it's very close. Where I can hear yeah. you guys and you can hear me. So I'm kind of whispering in the recording when I'm like trying to do my EVP session. I heard a yell. Um, it sounded like a man. I think it's going to be hard to isolate. I also heard a growl that I actually called out. It's very, very faint. I think the coolest thing here is that I could hear music notes, which they reported people hear music being played down here. So at that point, I come back, and that's when the guide is down there. And he's like, oh, so you went over there by yourself? And I said, yeah, you know, this is what happens. I go off by myself. And he goes, oh, so they're like Zach, and you're like Aaron? And I said, yes. Yes, I am Aaron. (laughs) He called us Bozak? Did. (laughs) Does he not realize there's more than two in the group? (laughs) (laughs) So I think the coolest part was down there, the pool. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite part, for sure. 
we had, it felt like we were on display. Did anybody else feel like that? Like yes. we were by ourselves initially and then this guy's joined shortly after. And then it felt like several people came down. We were the only ones in the pool. There were yes. people like standing on the perimeter. Of they the were pool. all yes. yeah. just staring. That's what I mean. It's we kind were of awkward. Putting on a show. <laughs> and we were the only ones talking. Yes. So what do you think? What is your rating for the Mineral Springs Hotel? Ooh, this is so tough. Okay, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. But here's here's why. It's because the group setting makes it difficult yeah. to collect evidence, but in addition, the cars and just the background noise made it really, really tough. Yeah. I think this place has awesome potential, and I do believe that there are some very cool residual hauntings there. I'd love to go back and check it out again. I'd like to spend longer there. I feel yeah. like we didn't have enough time. Because it's so big. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would go for a four or a five. I think that it's mostly residual. I'm a little suspicious of the rage or anger that I felt just because, like True. I said, it happened once. It wasn't before. It wasn't after. It was just in that area. So it just makes me a little like, hmm. But I I do agree. I think it's residual. Um, I think it's an excellent location. I yeah. think that it's very historic. Um, mm -hmm. And I would like to try and go back again, maybe even a different group setting, because I don't know that they do private investigations. Right. But maybe a different group will get different things. And sure. I'd like I'd like to go back, give it a second chance. I will say that um, in Al Alton, <laughs> uh, there is that old jail, too. That's really cool to go check out, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention that. So the reason – so Alton, Illinois is one of the most haunted small towns in America. And the reason being is that they had this massive jail, and jail has all of these negative connotations to it, and they tore it down and used the limestone from the jail to build almost every other building in town, yes. including the Mineral Springs Hotel. Yeah. And then the McPike Mansion mm -hmm. is there as well, mm -hmm. which we want to hit up. Um, so we definitely want to go back to Alton because we want to go to McPike Mansion. And but it's yes. raining zen. And it's raining zen. <laughs> so, yes, I I agree with both of you. I would like to go back and see if we can get more things. I'd like to spend more time. Yeah. Or maybe just focus more on like, the, the places that, that – Yeah. Cool. I loved it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in this week for our haunted investigation of the Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it and it really does help. All right. We will catch you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.